Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Isaac. And this is your boy, Bryce. And we are Brothers on Tennis. And folks, we have just finished a very, very eventful week on both the ATP and WTA tours. Bryce, we had, of course, Labor Cup going on. On the ladies' side, we had a 1,000-level tournament. And uh, really some, some good activity this past week, man. Give us your thoughts. How did you feel about this week's tennis? Well, for me, it was really all about the Labor Cup. You know, I those other tournaments were like side events uh, to me. <laughs> uh, you know, Labor Cup, you know, for the last, what, I don't know, five, six years has been yeah. one of the most exciting events on the men's professional tour. So right. I was all about it. I was ready to see Roger there and, and see him talk to his people and all of that good stuff. And uh, I've got plenty to say. Uh, about the Labor Cup uh, from this weekend um, was we'll talk about the women's was very happy because I was getting ready to clown on that result. And then uh, we got a couple of men's tournaments that are still going on. <laughs> right. That's right. Lots and lots of activity, my man. So, yeah, let's uh, let's jump in. So Labor Cup, man, how do you want to How do you want to kick that one off? Well, there's been a lot of talk about Labor Cup, uh, yes. social media has just been going nuts. Our own uh, account on Instagram has been going nuts. Uh, we have BOT fam member Linnell, who was actually there in Vancouver, giving us the, the on-site correspondence, killing it like she always does. Uh, so we were very appreciative of that. Um, you know, I guess for me, uh, and there's several topics to discuss, but I, I guess the the overall theme for me was mm -hmm. the moment that I saw the final rosters yeah. for Team Europe and Team World, it was never any question that Team World was going to win. I mean, you basically had Team World with their varsity squad and you had Team Europe with their JV squad. So... <laughs> I mean, you know, no disrespect to Team World for them going out and doing what they were supposed to do, but right. that's really the way the matchup was. It was yeah. like their varsity squad versus Europe's junior varsity squad. Right. And I know Roger has come out and spoken about this and stated that, you know, next year he would like to see Alcaraz and Djokovic because think about it. I mean, if if Team Europe brought their A squad, like Team World did, right. um, it really wouldn't have been any competition the other way. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I guess the one good thing is now with it being kind of a 4-2 split in terms of the wins with the Europe having four wins, it kind of looks like it's competitive. But honestly to me, the competitiveness mm -hmm. comes out of what who decides to play. Right. Right. Yeah. That, that And that's a very, very, very true statement, Bryce, because and, and it was kind of weird because it, it seemed as though they weren't even able to recruit enough members on Team Europe because, I mean, Team World had like 9000 people up on there. I mean, you had Chris Eubanks in the back and Milos Rionich and I'm just like, where all these people come from? And then you had Europe. It was just like, boom. It was like, y'all missing some folks. And I wonder if it wasn't the 
kind of like you said, I think you extend invitations. And I think a lot of the top players, you know, again, like someone like a Zverev, a Tsitsipas, who have played in the past, basically decided, you know, this is not the year that I want to partake. And like you said, we ended up getting kind of the B squad, like a Medvedev. I mean, he still hasn't played, right? Um, so, so, you know, it, 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 I thought it would honestly be a little bit more, um, competitive if I'm being honest with you, because I mean, you got Rublev in there and I really thought that he would make a difference. Um, again, Kasparud won the only point (laughs) for team Europe. Um, so I knew, you know, I figured he would do a little something, something, but, but overall you're exactly right though. When I looked at the actual lineup, it definitely, it definitely leaned itself more uh, in in world's favor than than Europe for sure. Right, and you know, it's just, you know, there were a lot of things that kind of came out of this weekend, and you know, on one side, I was happy to see some fresh new faces, like on Europe's side. You know, we're big fans of Arthur Fees. Yes. Um, Although he got his hat handed to him, you know, you know, he was able to come out and get that good experience. And, learning. Right. You know, that was yeah. great for him. And you have to imagine the time spent around those players practicing and in the locker room and all that. That right. had to be good for him. Davidovich Fokina, you know, yeah. stepping out there and, and being there. Um I his match, love, I have to tell you, Bryce, really quickly, his match was the one that surprised me because I actually thought he was going to win that match. That one surprised right. me that he didn't take that match over Sarundalo. It really did. But sorry, keep going, please. And, but but no, I'm going to stay on that. But just as you were surprised he didn't win it, that may end up being a confidence booster for Sarundalo going forward. Agreed. That was a, I think that was a, a match that Team World did not expect to win. Correct. I and agree he, and he brought that home. So that was really, really good. Uh, I'm Look, and we've been saying it for a while, Isaac. I mean, we have on both the men's and the women's side, U.S. tennis is strong right now. I mean, we may not have, like, the number one or the number two players in the world, but we deep in the top 20, you know? Really, really deep. So um, the, the, the other thing, okay, so I see you're back. <laughs> yes. Uh, folks, you know, we always have technical difficulties on here. Right. So there you go. <laughs> okay. So, so did you catch everything that I just said there? I caught a, a good majority of it. Yes. Okay. So uh, good to see. So I was happy to see the new faces, you know, happy to see that we're so strong, you know, with the U.S. on both the men's and the women's side. Uh, but I will tell you, um, I think the uh, a big moment this weekend was the Gael Monfils FAA match. And even before we go into the details of that, I think it's what was eye-opening, not only for clearly a lot of our followers, tennis people in general, um, and maybe even some of the players, apparently. The Labor Cup, all right, and there may this may have confused people a little bit because the ATP agreed to put it on the calendar so that it wouldn't get trumped by other tournaments. They agreed to allow the matchups, the head-to-heads, to, to count, right? Yes. But it is not 
and I, I'm communicating this for anybody who may have a misunderstanding here. It is not an official ATP event. Right. It falls in the category of an exhibition, right? Players are paid a certain amount. Uh, there are no, nobody's ranking is going to go up or down based upon what they did at the Labor Cup this weekend. And, and, and our good friend Andrew made a very good point. Because we say it's an exhibition, it doesn't mean that people don't try and it's not important and they're not battling and all that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, it is an exhibition, right? Mm -hmm. And so uh, I think that was an eye-opening revelation for some people because I think some people thought, like, this is an actual, like, ATP event with ATP rules and jurisdiction and all right. that. It, it right. is not. Right. You know, some people think Drake is a singer. He's not. <laughs> you know, Labor Cup is not an ATP event. It's an exhibition. <laughs> yes, that is a very, very good point to 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 make and and to make sure that folks are kind of on that same page because you're exactly right. And I know that again, like you said, there was a lot of comments, a lot of um, emotion uh, that came out of that FAA Monfils match. And um, yeah, yeah, interesting to say the least. But um, yeah, yeah. I, again, I you know you respect people for their perspectives and their their standpoints, and and you know that. It, but again, it, I don't know that anybody is really going to agree on you know what's right, what's wrong, because in truth, there isn't really a right or a wrong. It's more about the opinion, and 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 I know that again, a lot of people had opinions on that. <laughs> 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 exactly exactly um, yeah, yeah and we're going to talk about this probably in much more detail on our ig uh because <laughs> yeah. I, I think that there are still even some misunderstanding about how labor cup works right uh, that people are not getting so you know the media is characterizing this year's labor cup as a low wattage labor cup you know you didn't have you know like we rattled off Team right. Europe. You didn't have Alcaraz. You didn't have Medvedev. You didn't have Djokovic. You didn't have Zarev. You didn't have Tsitsipas. You didn't have Runa. I mean, that's your top six. That's your top six right there. Right? Yeah. And without having any of those, it, it did lack a little bit of the the, the that spark when we the had shine. the Rodgers and, yeah, and Nadal's and stuff on the team. And I'm actually to be a little honest with, with you, I'm a little scared for it for next year because you have the olympics next year oh yes already yes. added so yes. once again to our point when 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 people's calendars start to get full you know what what gets booted off exhibition <laughs> exhibition yeah exactly <laughs> right. that's exhibition right get booted off so i don't know it may not be much different next year I, I agree with you, Bryce. I, I think that a lot of people will have a lot of things to juggle as it relates to their calendar. And especially during that whole kind of summer window, if you will, because that's always a cramped window anyway. Once you start the French Open and then it zooms right into Wimbledon and then you got the summer hard court season and then zooms to U.S. Open. And now you got to fit, you know, basically the Olympics in the middle of all of that. 
And there's a lot of, you know, jostling, uh, you know, of, of, of the tournaments when when that happens. And so, like you said, it it, it might it, it will be very, very tight on some of the, you know, non, you know, ATP WTA type of 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 events. And again, Labor Cup is one of those events. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So we'll see, but yeah, they it's they're gonna they're gonna need to get their star power back because, like you said, Bryce, I do feel like across the board, a lot of people may have lost a little bit of because you know how we are. It's like Labor Cup was just it was the thing that we looked forward to on the calendar, and mm -hmm. and I have to say, based on what I always expect out of the Labor Cup, I, I'm just being very honest with you. I, and it's not that it was bad, but it didn't deliver at that level that right. I expect it to deliver. Right. And, right. and and that's the thing that they're going to have to deal with going into mm -hmm. next year, like you said, with competing priorities as it relates to the Olympics and other tournaments. Right. But I'm going to tell you what, there were a couple of bright spots for me. I think Tiafo played really well, mm -hmm. uh, especially when he needed to, because... Tiafo hasn't, I mean, he hasn't had a horrible year, but it right. hasn't really built on what he did last year. Correct. And Correct. so I felt like he played really strong, uh, both in singles and in doubles mm -hmm. for the Labor Cup. I think uh, Ben Shelton continued to get more comfortable and introduce himself to some of the best players. Can we stay there for a minute, Bryce? Because I, I had a revelation, and, I, and you know, it's you know, it's always fun when you have a revelation. Um, remember how we always would talk about, you know, who's who's really going to be that top American? Who's going to supplant, you know, Taylor Fritz? Because he's had that lock on that number one American male player, and we've always been talking about oh, will it be will it be Tiafo? Will it be Corda? I tell you what, Bryce, it's going to be Ben Shelton. Simply put, Ben Sheldon is a show up brother. He is he is like, I live for this. I live for the spotlight. I love when the when it's on the line. I'm the one that you want to go to. And that to me is the makeup of a champion. That's that little extra that X factor that right. people like Alcarez have. You know, you may you know, you talk about Runa, but he's got that. And I honestly feel like Ben is that guy. Ben is like, yo. If you need a point, uh -huh, right here, because I'm gonna get you that yeah. point, uh, and I'm, or I'm gonna die trying. And yeah. I just love that energy that he brings to the court, Bryce. I, 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 I am just loving everything that I am seeing about Ben. I know, folks. You know, we had all the drama that happened with him and Djokovic and the whole phone call, and and you know, he he does do the whole come on, and he yells a lot, and this, that, and the other, which may throw some people off, but. I, I liken it honestly back to, and this is who I related to, and we may not necessarily, you know, prefer this 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 particular player, but I, I relay it back to a Leighton Hewitt when he yeah. was busting on the scene and all his come ons, but you knew that yeah. Leighton was in it and he yeah. was always yeah. there to win and to play his butt off. And he didn't really right. care if he if 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 you know he offended you, he was out there to play and get W's. And I yeah. I just get that same feel. From Ben mm -hmm. Shelton, so I'll hand it to you to comment. But I am loving what I'm seeing from that young man, bro. No, I I, I totally agree, and he has the totally likable personality that makes him marketable, right? So he's able to get out there, get endorsements, be the face of whatever. I'm I'm 
it's good. He's going to be exciting to watch over the next couple of years. Now, I find it interesting that you bring up Leighton Hewitt, though, because I had a conversation this weekend about Leighton Hewitt. As they were talking about, I'm sure you saw that piece where Bjorn Borg was asking Roger, like, hey, would you like to be the captain of the of the of Team Europe at some point? And uh, although that's all but said and done, Roger played the, oh, you know, if I got the opportunity, it would be oh, anyway. We so know. when he becomes the captain for Team Europe, mm-hmm. people were saying, you know, who would be the new, who would be a good new captain for Team World? And it's funny because a lot of people were saying Andy Roddick. And I was saying, Andy, I would not do for a couple of reasons. Mm. Number one, if this is team world, I think it would be a bad look to go to U.S. captains back to back. I think you got to get a captain from somebody else because then otherwise it's a team world or it's a team U.S. Well, and a couple of commentators even made that mistake. And they even said team, 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 uh, would they say Team U.S. or they accidentally said they Team did? U.S. instead of Team World? Yes, oh, yes. I don't see, remember which announcer did it, but they did it because I was like, "Oh, ah, yeah, come on I now!" I didn't hear that. Oh, mm-hmm. that you know what? And for that very reason, you know, I like Andy. I like Andy Roddick as a commentator so much more than I ever did as a player, right? But mm-hmm. well, that's one reason I don't think it should be Andy. Right. The other reason I don't think it should be Andy is because. With the Borg McEnroe thing, they had a rivalry there. Right. Andy never really had a rivalry with Federer. I mean, Federer basically thumped him, you know, <laughs> whenever they played. The person that I thought should get it for Team World is Leighton Hewitt mm-hmm. because Leighton and Roger had that early rivalry Correct. between the two of them. Leighton is known for the whole team camaraderie, tennis thing for Team Australia. Yep. Fiery personality, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. If there's going to be anybody roping in those Australian guys like Curios and Demonura and stuff, you know, that's him. I think that would be the next best pairing if you're going to have Roger Correct. to have Leighton Hewitt mm-hmm. be mm-hmm. the other one. Because unfortunately, Nadal can't be Team World. Correct. Correct. <laughs> Unless he migrates to the States, which we know that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> But you're exactly right, Bryce. I 100% agree with what you're saying. It's, 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 you know, I, I love Andy and I would love to see Andy, you know, be the Labor Cup coach. But again, it becomes a bit too Americanized at that point um, because we already know that the Americans are going to be in the mix for a good while. I mean, we've got a line of American players that are going to be around a good 10, 15, 10, you know, 10 plus years at least. So, I do agree with you in the sense of when you talk rivalry. I mean, there I would you're right. I mean, Roger, Roger, he definitely thumped Roger. And but quietly he thumped Leighton too. But that was after <laughs> Leighton got his got his W's on Roger. Yeah, right. And then Roger was like, okay, I, I know how to play you now. Whereas with <laughs> Roderick, I don't know that it was ever, you know, because no. he, you know, outside of again that Wimbledon, that was one of, in my opinion, one of the best matches of all time. Right. Um mm-hmm. It was typically a straightforward, you know, uh, working. <laughs> when you saw, working, I like that term. <laughs> when you saw Roger and, and Andy uh, Roddick play, so yeah, Andy, we love you, but yeah, I, I like I said, I absolutely agree with what you're saying, brother. So that's all that I have for Labor Cup for this year. We're, we will definitely talk it in a little more detail on our IG live uh, tonight. So those of you that can get on Instagram live. Uh, look for our follow-up 
uh, conversation. I have a feeling it's going to get kind of spicy out there based upon some of the comments <laughs> that I saw. So we will take a brief break here uh, and we will be back and talk about the other tournaments from this week. All right, Isaac, so let's talk about those other tournaments from last week. And let's start with actually the women because they actually where uh, the guys uh, are still going on this week. I got stuck again, Bryce. Sorry about that. Apparently, I kept it going. <laughs> That's right. Good. Well, we had some interesting, interesting results this week. Um, I, the ladies, of course, had that 1,000 level um, tournament. And hey, Bryce, she came through. I mean, let's just let's just start there. You know, right. we have always talked about Maria Sakari. And again, you know, she has, you know, one of the better, if not one of the top level games in the on the women's side, WTA side. And um, it's just been about getting, you know, getting it together upstairs um, to produce the results. And she's unfortunately sort of been, you know, when she makes it to the quarter semis, even when she gets to a final, there tends to be a little bit of a hiccup. But again, a thousand level tournament. She is playing someone that is it was their first time. I might have been the first time in a final, much less a 1000 final, because I'm nearly not sure if Dola Hyde had been on or been into a WTA final before. Um, maybe so. on the yeah, maybe on the challenger or ITF side, but definitely not on the WTA side. So, you know, granted, that was new for her. But at the same time, I also give Sakari a lot of credit because because of that fact, she could have very easily cracked because of the fact that she was expected to take that match and to win that match. And Bryce, I have to say, man, she got out there and I watched the match. She played good tennis. She played controlled tennis. She stayed within herself. She, she to me, played a very mature final and what we would expect from the Maria Sakari of old, in my opinion. I'm going to tell you what. Based upon like what you're saying, I was preparing myself to clown Maria Sakari if she did not. If she lost that final to Caroline <laughs> Dolahide. Right. I mean, I don't care how well Dolahide was hitting that forehand or how well she was playing. If Sakari did not win that match, yeah. I was going to talk about them so bad. Tom Hill was going to come after me like, you know, like Benny Hill sketches. like a Yeah, he would have been after me because I would have rode them. I'd be riding them still right now. I know I'm so happy that they won. Yes. And let's be clear, Bryce. She did not lose a set in that entire tournament. Now, mind you, like I said, she didn't have to play your top tier players because what the top four players so Iga, Rabakina, uh, Sabalenka, Coco, Jesse Pagula so they didn't have a lot of people which was a little bit on the surprising side that you would have in a thousand level event and not have your top kind of five players there but regardless you get what you get um but you know she 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 worked her way through the draw and I mean again she had was a storm hunter gave her a whole biscuit she what was impressive she gave camilla georgie two whole biscuits 
And that to me is is that that's you know because Camilla you, she she hit and miss true enough, but to give her two whole biscuits that's pretty impressive. And then that Arango who was just having a whirlwind tournament because I ain't heard her name at all. I hadn't even seen the young lady before, and you know she beat up on on Taylor Towns and a few other folks. Um, you know Maria Sakri, Sakri dealt with her in straight sets, got a hold of Caroline Garcia, gave her gave her a bagel. In the second set, was like, girl, go and get out of here. I got to make it to the final. I got, I got plans, right? right? And then she got up in the final, and again, she, she, she played what I consider to be a very monitored, very controlled match against uh, against uh, Caroline Dolahide. And again, right. seven five six three taking a hundred a thousand level tournament. I, that yeah. I, I'm, I was again, I was very, very impressed that she was able to hold her mental and mm -hmm. get through that. And you never know with these kind of breakthrough wins what this might do for her going forward. This right. may have been the win she needed to now really start pulling some of these larger matches through against the top tier players. So um, so shout out to Maria Sagari. Shout out to Tom Hill not having to come after me. And, you know, and shout out to Dolahai. I mean, that was a career week for her you know absolutely Bryce and she's someone that again I've been sort of waiting for that spark to hit because I've yeah. seen her in lineups for probably the past five five or seven years um because mm -hmm. she jumped on the scene very early and again I always thought she had a nice game big serve big kick serve actually and mm -hmm. I just never saw the results from her and so you know they end up fading out but it's nice to see that, you know, she's trying to fade back in and hopefully right. this result will get her, you know, into more tournaments and we can really start seeing her more and she can really yeah. apply the game that at least I feel like she has. To me, she's a top 50 player for sure. Right. Right. Yeah. So congratulations, ladies. Yes. Yes. So, yeah, bro. Um, we've also got, of course, the guys that are playing. Yeah. So it's it's been a weird schedule, folks. So this is something that we don't typically have going on. It's typically championship Sunday and we talk about the results and then we plan for the next week. Well, we've got two men's tournaments that actually are what they're in. The, are they in the semifinal stage of the final, or maybe yeah. final? They're in the final. Yeah. Yeah. So I know we've got um, exactly. I don't have the results in front of me, but I believe we've got Hatchinoff and is it Nishioki Nishioka in one of the finals? Yep, uh -huh. Nishioka. Yeah, there we yeah. go. And, uh, and you have Zverev against Sakhalin. Yeah, yeah. Because I saw that Zverev took out um, Dimitrov. Right. Um, so I was like, okay, okay. So yeah, so kind of weird in the sense that we, you know, don't know the results of that one yet. But um, what are you thinking, Bryce? When you think about those four players and those two matchups, who you think is going to lift up the crown and take them coins? Well, and before we even get to that, I want to shout out our guy uh, Karatsa for having yes. a good run to the semifinals. He took out Andy Murray. Yes, he did. Uh, in that run, so that that was a, a very very good run for him. We have yeah. to acknowledge those with him these days. Um, but, you know, as it relates to the final, you know, you know, Hatchinoff to me has obviously the bigger game yeah. and should be able to impose his will on Nishioka. Yeah. But, but if he's not on, yeah. Nishioka don't miss a whole lot of balls. He and he's got, he's got a little bit of offense himself. So 
I maybe go 60-40 because Hatchinoff is just now kind of coming back, so I don't know if he's fully in his swing yet. Mm -hmm. So I give a a 60-40 edge on him. Okay. Your thoughts? You know, I, 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 I'm, I'm with you there. I, I do have to say, though, that he took out Corder, which I thought was a pretty nice, nice victory because mm-hmm. Corder was playing some good tennis as well. So that tells me that Hatchinoff's game is, is in pretty good shape. So I do expect him to, 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 to really be able to handle up on Nishioki, not Nishioka. But the other thing, though, is I just wonder, is it a hometown type thing? Because are they playing? Where are they playing at? And what's his nationality? Because I can't well, quite remember. I think Nishioka is Japanese. Oh, okay. And I think Chengdu is in China, right? Is in China. Okay, so yeah, so then he won't have the home crowd per se. So, so yeah, yeah. so yeah, I, I still honestly, I like you. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. I mean, it would be, it would be kind of like if you were from Mississippi and you were playing in Alabama. Exactly. It's kind of like, yeah, you know, we <laughs> might adopt you for just for the day. <laughs> So, yeah, but I do feel like, like you said, I think Karen is because he has really he's been quiet of late. But Karen Hatchinoff has actually had a very, very good year. I mean, he's had some really good results. And in my opinion, he should finish likely in the top 15 in the world, if I'm not mistaken. He should be pretty much. Yeah, go ahead. I don't know why I'm feeling like I'm I'm missing his results. I feel like I haven't seen him. You yeah, know? it's, it's kind of like, you know, he, he, he yeah, I don't know. It, it does feel like he's been a little bit absent. And I don't mm-hmm. know if it's been due to injury or or what. But I do know earlier in the year, though, he's had some really, really good results. Because remember, he he actually had, you know, he beat Rublev. I think he might have actually even beat um, Medvedev on, on mm-hmm. one occasion. So he's had some pretty, pretty good results for the first part of the year, first half of the year. So, yeah, I don't know why exactly he stepped away or what have you, but well, again. I know he had I, an injury thing. A who? I know he had an injury thing. Oh, an injury thing. That's okay. why he had to pull out of, was it the U.S. Open? I mean, like he didn't play the Open. Yeah. See, that's why I think it's going to be challenging for him to get top 15 because he's going to carry a goose egg on a major. Well, yeah, that's very true. You know. But didn't he make um, the semis of a major, though? I thought he made the semis of one of the majors. Maybe not. I'm not sure. Uh, anyway, it's, it's yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, right. So, and then for yeah. the other one that you were mentioning um, is Zerv and uh, Safiwan. Yeah. Uh, I would expect Zerv to win that. You would expect, but I tell you what, that Safiulin, you know, again, he was a top junior and he scares a lot of people. I think mm-hmm. he's very much like a Karatev because, you know, they're both from Russia um, yeah. in the sense that he's got a game that is very good. And when he is playing top level tennis, he can probably beat anybody. I just mm-hmm. think that will he will he be able to produce that on the day is really right. the question. But I actually like his game a lot. I, I watched mm-hmm. him play and and he has a very, very powerful game because, I mean, he's, he's a big hitter and hit mm-hmm. really nice clean laser shots, very good, clean ball striker. So, you know, if he is on and Zverev is a little off, I can see that being an upset. But I I just feel like Zverev is kind of finding that rhythm again. He was in the top one, two, three in the world. And he's fighting his way to get back to that. So I think that this is just one of those stepping stones to get there. So I do call him for this match, though. How about you? Yeah, definitely. I, I'm going to go there uh, 
Sutherland, it seems like, I, and I like him too. I remember when he really announced himself to everybody last year at the ATP Cup, right? right. Um, but it seems like whenever I look for him to do something big, he loses. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I'm telling you, those Russians, they, yeah, they're deep too. You they know? are deep. That is for sure. That is for sure. So, uh, but yeah, I, I think that was the tennis for for the week. You know, of course, dominated by Labor Cup, but right, right, and yeah, and there are a couple other tournaments that are coming up. I know that the ladies, I believe, have a five hundred that Iga is playing at this this week. Um, and, um, and I'm trying to think what else is going on. There's like a tournament in, yeah, that's the Torre Pan Pacific is the one yeah. that Iga yeah. is playing and that's a 500. And then you've got the guys that are playing. I think it's a couple of two fifties. They're playing Ning, Ningbo in Ningbo, China, I guess. And Astana, which I don't know where that is, but yeah, they've got a couple of <laughs> I know, right? I don't I, I love it. Thank you for taking the credit, though. <laughs> yes, yeah, so lots of tennis coming up again. The schedule is a little bit weird given the whole middle of the week starting, what have you, but I imagine as yeah. they roll around, roll into October, things will kind of get back to what we're used to, which is the Sunday finals. So, right, right. Yeah. Well, good. Uh, well, I guess we need to wrap it up and get ready for this uh, this IG Live uh, because I know there are going to be some opinions uh, there. Yeah. Uh, but so please check that out, you all. If uh, you get an opportunity, go to our Instagram uh, profile, Brothers on Tennis, and check out um, this IG Live from this week. <laughs> It will be fun. I, I can almost guarantee it. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, well, thank you everyone for listening. We'll be back next week to talk about the results of these tournaments we were just telling you about. Uh, we're going to recover a little bit from watching all this Labor Cup this weekend. And uh, everyone be good and be safe. So on behalf of the podcast, this has been your boy Bryce. And this is your boy Isaac. And we are Brothers on Tennis. Everyone be well. Be well.